Hey there, listeners. Thanks for tuning in this week. I'm excited to share a very special series of Holy Week conversations on the podcast. I was thrilled that Dr. Paul Wright, President Emeritus of Jerusalem University College, agreed to join me for a series of daily podcast interviews. This conversation is going to guide us through Holy Week. Uh, Dr. Wright is a remarkable, world-renowned biblical scholar. He retired from Jerusalem University College in 2021 after nearly 25 years in Jerusalem, 19 of those as president of the seminary. He and his wife moved back to the States to be closer to their grandkids, but I'm excited to let you know that he has agreed to take us again on our next Holy Land trip, which will be in February 2024. So he's going to bless you. He's a remarkable, world-class biblical scholar who brings us to life, to the scriptures and to the story of scripture and to the land of the Bible and and how it informs and helps us to read the Bible in a different way. I can tell you anybody that's been on one of these trips will tell you that it shapes and changes everything that we read in the scriptures. It deepens our faith. And uh, JUC is doing remarkable work. They were started as a university in partnership with uh, with colleges, Christian colleges around the country. Uh, they've become an extension campus for over 70 accredited Christian colleges, universities, and seminaries around the world. And they're doing just remarkable work, and we're excited to partner with them. So for the podcast this week, I just want to be clear that we're going to invite you to listen daily as we discuss the events of Jesus' last week. So there's going to be a short episode each day, Monday, through Friday, and then a special Easter message as well. Um, This journey that Jesus invites us to is not just a historical journey. It is that. Uh, But it is also a journey that that invites us to consider our own journey. And so I hope this week that we can walk alongside of you as Dr. Wright and I have conversations about Jesus' last week, but that it would be a way for you to reflect on how the Lord is bringing you to life and, and reminding you of the power and, and the, the, the power of the resurrection and all of its implications for your life. So before we jump in, please remember to subscribe to the podcast, share it on social media, maybe invite someone this week to our Holy Week services that you can find information about online. Uh, but I hope that you'll journey with us each day as we journey towards the cross and ultimately the empty tomb and the resurrection of Jesus. Okay, here's today's Holy Week conversation with Dr. Paul Wright. Well, hello, Dr. Paul Wright is with me today. I'm so excited. A good friend of ours at Foundry who's led several of our Holy Land trips. Thanks for being with us today. It's really good to be with you as well. I remember fondly the the time that we were in Israel, just as COVID was coming in. Yes, and, we, uh, we yeah. just, um, we got out. I think the trip, there was a trip, uh, another group that came right after us that I heard a friend of mine, I don't, I don't remember if it was a JUC trip, but I know it wasn't one of ours. No. It wasn't. So there was somebody that I knew that flew in right after our trip and the next day had to fly back. So exactly a miserable, exactly. like just two, two long, long flights. I, I don't even, <laughs> and then come back to, <laughs> to the pandemic. It was, it was such, I mean, it was strange every place, wasn't it? Yes. In Texas as well as, I, as well as So yeah. not to belabor this too much, but I remember sitting in the cafeteria having breakfast with our folks in Jerusalem, yeah. and one of them says, you think this, this COVID thing is going to be a disruption at all? I'm like, I don't know. 
I don't think so. I don't think so. It'll pass quickly. Yeah, exactly. So um, tell us about, tell our folks about your ministry and just what you've been doing for the last, I don't know, 40 years, 30 years. Um, and just, just JUC, uh, we just love our partnership with Jerusalem University College. So tell us a little and, about and that. Thanks so much. And we're so glad that it's been a, a, a long lasting and, and profitable in all sorts of ways. And I don't mean that money-wise. I mean that heart and soul and head, right? Very much so. Absolutely. And I uh, actually, I, I I'm now president emeritus. Um, I got I got bumped up and out, you might say, <laughs> uh, in uh, not long after the trip uh, that we had with you in in uh, the summer of 2021. We retired and relocated back to the states, very close to family, um, but have maintained you know, all kinds of good and advisory and interesting ties uh, to the school, which which is very actively and very, um, I think, confidently and, and doing well, uh, the ministry of um, um, introducing people to, to the to the realities of the of the land and the peoples and the cultures and the uh, the substance you know, behind the biblical message and story on site. I actually quoted you last week in our podcast because uh, the line that really stuck with me is that uh, you help us come to life to the text and to right. the land of the text. Um, yeah. It's alive. Uh, yeah. We need to come to life to it. We need to come become alive to it. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, Holy Week is a perfect week obviously for us to um to for me to have a conversation with you i'm looking forward to and we're going to do this a little differently we're going to release an episode a shorter episode each each day of the week and walk folks through the last days of jesus and um being in the land for me uh changed everything about the way that i read the bible my first trip to the holy land is just a remarkable experience um but especially Holy Week. Um, I remember just walking around Jerusalem and imagining, trying to um, imagine what it must have been like for Jesus in those last days. And I think that one of the things that was most remarkable was coming in closer contact with the humanity of Jesus Um, and his, all of the human, I was thinking that this morning even, how much the wide range of emotion that we read about in these in these last days um, of Jesus, from from righteous anger um, to weeping um, to uh, just anguish, and and so um, you talk about it as a journey of life that we we when we read. Jesus's journey, we see uh, our own journey in many ways. Um, and so why don't you share a little bit about that, that journey and how it impacts our journey? Yeah, the, no, I think we, that we do a pretty good job um, focusing on and, and understanding the divinity of Jesus um, and forget sometimes, you know, the humanity, as you say, and all of those um, emotions and, and and life struggles and and so on that he participated in as he was he was trying to be a you know a righteous and helpful human 
uh, you know, he was successful at it. I'm, I'm not saying he, he tried and didn't, but he, but he part, he, he shared that journey as he went. I, I also think that the months between Christmas and Easter in particular are months that we can focus on, on that journey to the cross, um, which the gospels are, I, I think so dramatically accurate on. And the, the fact that he, we read in the Gospel of Luke, resolutely set his face to Jerusalem. And he knew he had to go, not just to celebrate Passover. According to the Gospel of John, he had, does that every year. Um, but this one was going to be different. You know, that, that, that phrase that the Jewish boys say at the Passover Seder, you know, why is this night different from all other nights? And I don't know if that phrase was actually being said in the first century or not, but Jesus understood that. And this one was going to be different. Certainly, was going to be different, mm. and and he he sensed that the disciples as well had equal human emotions going going down to Jerusalem with them with him, and 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 didn't understand, didn't I don't I don't know if he had filled them in, in on enough detail that they could they could really get it. I, I'm quite sure that that even if he did, they wouldn't have understood right. what he was doing, and, and it was this tussle of will, uh, this kind of divine human and human versus human tussle of will that we see. What about, so there are many characters in this story, um, and I think we just, you know, this is Monday, so we've just celebrated Palm Sunday, and um, what was, you lived in the land, and you've studied, spent your life studying uh, both the geography of the land, but also uh, the socio-political, all of the other dynamics, and just first century um, Near Eastern culture, and all of those things. What was what were what was what was it like? Like, help us imagine what it was like when Jesus rode into town. You know, the the Passover celebration, uh, which he was coming for, uh, is a big one. It, it's probably the biggest um, week in the Jewish calendar. Um, not just welcoming in spring, but but anticipating the. The fact that God, again, is going to redeem. Not just pulling us out of Egypt, which was the first event. And not even just pulling us away from Rome, which was what was on everybody's minds. You know, this political thing is always top of everybody's mind. That doesn't change. Uh, even in America today, it seems always where the conversations end up, right? But there's a whole lot of life outside of that. Uh, and going on independent of that. Just everyday struggles. Um on, on whatever family or personal or work level they happen to be. And, and folks sensed that they needed to be sort of redeemed out of those tensions as well. And, uh, you know, the Messiah, not just the Messiah of Israel, that is to say the political one, but the Messiah of, uh, at the Qumran school, say the Messiah of Aaron, the one who's going to redeem the soul. And, I, you know, Jesus is coming down the mountain on the, on the donkey and, and sees the city badly in need of redemption and not, not even knowing how to ask their own questions as to what that would be yet. You know, too wrapped up in, in issues that seem to dominate on higher levels that they didn't always understand what it meant for their own heart and soul. Mm. And, and he senses that, I think. And, and he weeps over the city. There's a spot on the Mount of Olives, you know, that we visit that remembers that looking down onto the city. It's a, it's a wonderful view in a very popular spot, which we can certainly go to uh, when we come again. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, uh, 
um, it's a very nice reflective spot, you know, as he enters the city. Yeah, and I think of um, the conversation that we have. So uh, at we visit Caiaphas's house, which is where Jesus would have been on on yeah. trial and spent the night before, or spent the night before his trial. And um, it's a really moving place. I know for a lot of our folks who uh, yeah. experience um, just just a reflection on our, our own the darkest moments of our journey. And you and you share a story of one of your students that that I always remember when I think of that spot as we look because you do have a vantage point when you sit in that place of kind of the whole week. You can see the Mount of Olives. You can see. Uh, sort of see the Garden of Gethsemane, or at least you can imagine the journey um, into the yeah. city and the temple and then his arrest. And then what, um, share that story with our folks and just how you see it connecting. Like, how does it invite us to journey with Jesus, not for this just to be a historical event that we remember, but that, that it speaks into our own journey? It very much does speak to where we are. I, I think the story you're referring to is one that was actually a Garden of Gethsemane story. Mm. Um, but the two stories, the Caiaphas's house, the arrest, and the garden where, well, sorry, the trial of the Caiaphas's house and the arrest in the garden are, are linked, mm-hmm. are linked very tightly linked. Yeah, this is a story that took place a number of years ago. And uh, one of our students at the end of a, a two-week course focusing specifically on the life and times of Jesus we always end up doing the the passion walk uh, the next to the last day and uh, stop at at these places um, and the last day of the course is always a free day and people usually go shopping and things but but she went back to the garden of gethsemane with her uh, with her friend took her friend back with her um she she had come to the course with with a very very heavy burden uh, not long before, a year or so before, her husband just up and left. Uh, one of these total shocks, no sense at all from her that anything was going to be happening. And what she had done was she had she had brought her wedding band with her. Um, and the band, you know, when we preach, when we do do weddings and things, we talk about that that unbroken circle of of love, right? And all she saw was the middle of it that was hollow. Know of that band and and threw it into the soil of the garden, and and she said the the um, um, the soil that absorbed the sweat and blood of Jesus is the soil that is going to absorb and absolve and redeem, uh, you know, my life as well. And and she left, you know, she left. Um, you know, I guess it's as whole as you could be. I, I, you know, coming coming out of that, but it 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 was extremely moving for her on that. And I, you know, I only share it because I, you know, I, <laughs> you know, years later asked permission if, if that might be something that I could I could mention in other times. And she she said yes, but I think a little bit with hesitation as well because it was so personal. So it's yeah, you know, totally anonymous, but yet yet very real for everybody at the same time. Well, thank you for, again, for spending this time and um, we look forward to the rest of the week. Um, but I just encourage our folks this this year, uh, maybe in a new way, the Spirit might lead you to, um, to see Jesus's journey to the cross and ultimately to the celebration of the resurrection. 
um, in light of your own journey, and I hope that it'll be a meaningful time. I look forward to, to picking up the conversation tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs>